Welcome to episode 8 of Clever Dicks. In episode 8, we're going to talk about the characters that we meet while, um, while swimming. So, I think starting off with Clever Dick Duncan, what are some of the characters that really spring to mind when you're thinking of going swimming? So, there's a lot, Jim, um, and I guess it, it differs whether you have a small group or a big group, but when you're swimming through your journey, you will come across every single one of these crazy idiots that we're going to talk about now. The first one is the organizer, right? This is the dude that plans the daily or weekly swims. He's, he's normally sort of the administrator and he, he sorts out a WhatsApp group or a text message or whatever the case might be. Um, he's normally got tons of patience because um, he's got to deal with tons of questions and comments and oh this is too early for me can't you make it 30 minutes later and oh my god why are we going so far the organizer in my opinion needs a damn medal um but completely instrumental with regards to you know swim groups and, and getting people off their lazy asses and, and into the ocean so that that's the first dude yeah, that, that's that's awesome. So sometimes you've got to choose your organizer as well, though, because there's one organizer I know that organizes swims and doesn't even arrive to them. You know, so you've got to you've got, got to be careful about those. He's a clever dick, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and it's how they deal with mutiny. We were swimming this morning, and our organizer was out there, and, and uh, on the way back, he was quite clear that he was swimming back to the beach. And, and, and two of the swimmers actually mutinied and, and went and swam around some of the boats. So, um, yeah, you, you've got to be, be be aware that mutiny sometimes occurs when, you, mm. when you're an organiser. Yeah, tricky. What have you got on your list? Well, you kind of covered them. You know, sometimes you get those fusses, you know, that the people that make the organisers' job a bit hard, you know. Yeah. Oh, no, no, I, I, I don't want to swim three and a half. I need to swim... 3.8 kilometers or otherwise my coach is going to you know we, we need to do extra or yeah or can that, you can you make the swim a bit warmer please there's normally checks so ah uh, normally but not always eh? and there, there, there's there's a couple of chicks out there that are very blokey in appearance i'll tell you what <laughs> <laughs> all right um what about a navigator all right so the organizer's done his job we all arrive on the beach and now we need to know where to go, right? And there's normally somebody, and it sometimes is the organizer, it's sometimes somebody else who has got some type of expert sort of knowledge of that particular bay or beach and, the, you know, the currents and the tides. Um, and they would give the, the route, right? Hey, we're going to go to Yellow Boy number one, and then we're going to go clockwise around the reef, whatever the case might be. Navigator. Uh, yeah, often the organizer, but not not always. Yeah, it's always good to uh, have that bit of bit of local knowledge. Of course, if you're going to the pool, the navigator is pretty easy. You just follow the black line, yeah. and when you get to the end, remember to turn. Yeah, yeah if you yeah. don't remember to turn, you're in trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah navigator is pretty cool. So, some of the other people that you kind of got there is. Um, You've got the, the the nurse or the or the care or something like that. So what's really good about swimming with a group is that you quite often got somebody who's always looking after uh, after others. You know, it might be looking after somebody who's new in the water or new to that beach or something like that. Um, 
that those often underrated are the people who just um, do the head counts before you get in and after you get out and yep. just making sure that everyone's there and accounted for. Yep. Yep. So, yep. so definitely those are the guys that would, um, I know in our group there's, there's always one, one or two guys that would be swimming at different paces um, with the different levels of swimmers in our group. And they'll swim from the, you know, from the slower swimmer to the somebody that's going wide and, and almost pull them back in. Um, and then, like you say, on, on stops, um, I'm quite happy to, you know, have a breath and, and clear my goggles at the stop. But the, the nurse will be counting, making sure everybody that should be at the stop is at the stop. Um, and also in what condition that those swimmers are at. Right? So if we're doing a long swim, the nurse will be, you know, hey, Duncan, are you okay? Are you puffing and puffing a little bit? Or are you still good to go another another 2Ks? Um, if not, hey, I'm happy to turn around and go back to the beach with you. So really just um, making sure everybody's good, everybody's safe, and everybody's happy. Right? Um, a lot of the swim groups that I've been to, the plan is to stop at point A and point B and regroup. Um, but there's always, you know, a couple of guys that are too eager, too fast and don't want to wait for the slower swimmers. And then it ends up just becoming pear-shaped when you're out there. And if you are a newbie or a slower swimmer, that's pretty pretty lousy place to be, right? Where you, you just feel like you're left alone and, and nobody's there waiting for you. So those nurses are awesome. We need more of them. Yeah, yeah. And I suppose the, the other side of that is... The, is you, you don't get it too often, but you do have sometimes they're just in it for themselves, so that you know they, you know, don't want to wait for everybody else. They're mm. feeling strong; they want to keep going. Mm. Um, so you do do get a, a, a little bit of that, uh, and I sometimes feel that I'm a little bit guilty of that. I'm, I'm sure. not great at, um, especially when the water's cold. Um, stopping mm. um, isn't isn't something that that mm. I feel really good at. Mm. Um, with that said, uh, maybe an opinion is that swimmers as a community in general are pretty good at being um, sociable and, and looking after everybody else. I, I find that swimmers are quite good at that, Jim. Um, but yes, there's always the one arsehole that, uh, that maybe just takes it a little bit too seriously, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you get, you get the chatterboxes. So when you actually stop for a... Oh. For, for a bit of a breather, you know, if you don't actually get going, then you're going to be there in 10 minutes' time still hearing about their holiday from five years ago. Right? When they take their goggles off, you know you're in shit, right? Because <laughs> now they're going to have a proper chat, right? Yeah, yeah that's true. All right. So how about getting into the water? What different characters have you noticed when people are getting in the water? Well, I guess there's the procrastinator. You know, the guy that will walk up to the beach and then sort of stand on, on the end with tippy toes trying to psych himself up or herself up to get in. Um, that's definitely the one. Um, there's there's the soldier dude that just marches in and pretends that, you know, he doesn't feel the temperature and doesn't oh, give any soldier. emotion away. That, 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 that's a good name. Yeah, soldier. soldier. <laughs> huh? What do you reckon you are? Soldier? Oh, no, no, I'm a T-Rex. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the little dancer, you know, with the with the with the little little hands, and I'm saying, ooh, 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 it's cold. <laughs> 
Hey, especially when you're swimming in togs, right? It, it's quite easy when when you go in and the guys are in wetsuits and you walk in slowly and everybody's chit-chatting. But from my perspective, when you get in and that cold water gets to nuts level is when things start getting serious, right? Because that's when the T-Rex story happens. Oh, <laughs> absolutely. And then you've got to trust your swimmers around there because the other one is the splasher. Ah. Which happens to be one of the clever dicks here. Not he guilty. Since they're seeing the T-Rex guys, they how can I make it worse? <laughs> <laughs> okay, guilty as charged. Yeah. But I, I do make you smile, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then you might turn the T-Rex guy into the squealer. Because it's... <laughs> <laughs> Funny enough, all the squealers that I know are men. None of them are women. Oh, yeah. Well, we all know that women are tougher than us, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, other types of swimmers that would always be in some group or the other. I, I guess there's always the slow coach. Um, and, and that would be like, you know, I don't know, the happy plotter. Um, they're always there. They're super regular, um, fit as a fiddle, but just not the paciest of swimmers, right? And they're quite happy and content to be at the back and, and just doing their own thing, right? The, the slow coach. Yeah. Um, uh, and I think we've probably all, at, at some point in time, been, been the slow coach, whether it be a new group that you join or whether you're coming back from an injury or illness. Um, being a slow coach is um, is par for the course, right? And and, I and, think, and it's actually pretty cool. Some days it's just not your day. Yep. And you get in there and all you want to do is plod. And yep. yeah, having a group that accepts plodders is just wonderful. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. What's next on your list? Well, you know... You, you, you've got the um, just before the swim. You've got the people who are there half an hour beforehand, and they're ready, and they you know I've they've never got seen their dogs. <laughs> <laughs> and then you, you get the other group that are the, the, the just in timers. You know that sort of arrive sort of just about as everybody's getting into the water. Hold on, wait for me. Ah, no, guilty no, as charged. Just just catch up, dude. Just catch up. No, I have to say. When you do arrive, which is kind of a, a little bit of a lottery, I have to say at the moment. At the moment, yes. Um, yeah, usually on usually on time at, at least, but it's it's the when you when you arrive. Uh, what's it you said yesterday um, that uh, <coughs> when, when we cast doubt on on your coming to swim this morning? Oh, ye of little faith, uh. you said. Did I say that? Did you come swimming this no. morning? Yeah, no, no, that's the right answer. No. <laughs> no, I was just checking to see if you guys would be there first, you know. Yeah. Trying to keep you regular. All right, then we've got clockwork swimmers. Now, that's the dude that swims 365 days a year, come rain, shine, shit in the water, cramps, flu, doesn't matter. They're going to be there. You're a 365 day a year clockwork swimmer. If you say you're going to be there, you're there. Um, and hats off. Uh, that's a very credible, but just completely stupid. Well, no, for, for me, it's um, routine I've worked out is really important. So I've had chunks of my life where I've been an absolute couch potato slug. Yeah. And I didn't like it. And um, the way that I deal with it is just routine. So when was the last time you were a slug? It was quite a while ago, but um, it was just over 20 years ago. I was very much a non-active uh, member of society. And yeah, it, it didn't, didn't. I had a, I had a couple of injuries at that stage. I was, I was a runner. I had some injuries. So there, there was reasons and in inverted commas. Yeah. 
but it was not the right thing for me. So uh, I just really value the routine, getting up and getting active and doing something. Yeah. I value balance, right? So a little bit of time sleeping on the couch, a little bit of time trying to do 20k swims. Happy medium. Yep. All right. Newbies. Newbies. That's, uh, that's pretty cool. And those are the people that need to be looked after, actually, because we've all been the newbie at some point in our career, right? Yep. So just, um, I remember I, I got down to the beach one day at Marangi Bay and uh, this dude came up to me and he says, oh, I'm, I'm a newbie. I'm, I'm fresh off the boat from South Africa. And uh, after a couple of minutes, I thought, this guy's going to be a right roll pain in the ass. Jeez, he can talk the hind leg off a donkey. And here we are talking with each other many years later. And he was a pain in the ass <laughs> as well. <laughs> but I was a newbie, right? And it's, it's tricky. It's a tricky scenario to be in because... Uh, yeah, you might be a good swimmer, but you don't know that group or you don't know that... You know, I don't know a, the water. I don't know the group. 100% right. Yeah. All right. The directionally challenged... Now, from my perspective, there's always the dude, hey guys, you see the white boat in the bay on the left with the, I don't know, blue sail, we're aiming for that. And they will aim for anything other than that, right? And um, I guess a lot of the time, again, it's potentially new swimmers, it's potentially guys that are um, good swimmers from the pool and they're coming to swim in the ocean and they haven't quite mastered that sighting scenario yet. Um, or often it's just a case where, um, I don't know about you, but sometimes I'll just have bad days. There's days where I can sight like an absolute guru. And there's days where my mind wanders and I'm all over the show. And before you know it, I'm swimming off in the completely wrong direction because I'm just not concentrating. You agree with that? Yeah. Directionally challenged? Yeah. And then some of those become close followers. Close followers. So close follower is the person that just is on your toes, but touching your toes the whole time. Yeah. Or swimming right on your hip mm. but kind of almost close enough just to touch you and 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 they're relying on you for some direction which is mostly cool um but sometimes i just think you know you've got a whole ocean can i have a little bit of space <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly the lazy guys they don't want to sight themselves right oh. yeah okay then we've got summer only swimmers um They'll be with you through through the good weather, the fair weather, um, but then they'll disappear for you know six or seven months of the year, and uh, you know they'll come back to the squad or come back to the open water group, uh, probably in December, and they'll disappear again in, in in April or May. Yeah. Okay, the Garmin worshipper. Ah, yes, the Garmin worshipper. Okay, now. Um, that's typically the swimmer that gets the end of a, a swim, whatever the swim, right? whatever. You've swum 2Ks, you've swum 3Ks, 3.4, whatever it is, but they've got to get to whatever number in their head is what they had planned for. Right? So they will typically swim in circles at the finish <laughs> at the finish of a swim, trying to get whatever, 2.789 to 3 kilometers flat so that it just looks a little bit better on their uh, on their garment. Rather than oh. calling them a garment worshiper, they're probably a Strava addict. A Strava addict. <laughs> <laughs> same category, right? Definitely yeah, the yeah. same category. If it's not on Strava it never happened. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I must be honest, I, I have got to a couple of swims where I've I've forgotten my watch at home or I, 
I've forgotten to charge it and it goes flat just as I'm starting. And it, it is actually a pretty shitty experience where you think, oh my God, my watch is not on, you know? Um, but I guess, um, I don't know. What no, did we I do find, in the I old find, days? I find it a bit liberating, actually. Yeah. 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 Not having a watch on. Well, you know, I don't even trust my watch because um, I, I, I don't have a Garmin. I've got a, a bit of a simpler one. And yeah. sometimes the numbers, I just don't. Don't believe them. Don't believe them. Well, I have actually, I've had a couple of different swims where I've swum next to people. And at the end of the swim, we've had pretty much nearest damn it the same information um and i've had other swims where we've been like a kilometer apart and we've literally swum together the whole way so uh yeah maybe a, a different podcast for another day but how does the technology work um because obviously um it's not the most accurate um no no it was but yeah yeah uh, i agree sometimes let's leave the watches at home and let's just do without it man okay what post swim Post from the shiverer, shiverer. I I um I resemble that comment. <laughs> that's, that, that's you. Yes, <laughs> man. I could shiver in the middle of summer. Okay, I didn't today, but that was maybe yeah unique. <laughs> <laughs> what did you call me the other day? A definite maybe. A definite maybe. Yeah, yeah that's that's me. Um, and I find again, so I'm not trying to look for excuses here, but in my mind. I'm there and nothing is going to stop me from being there. But then sometimes life sort of catches up and, and gets in the way and I'll be fetching kids at, at midnight and, and the alarm clock goes off at whatever, six to go to a swim and, and I'm just lazy, right? So I'm, I'm usually just a little bit soft and I need a little bit more sleep um, or I'm potentially not feeling that well. And I'll generally be that guy that will make the call earlier, um, as opposed to forcing myself to do something that I don't really want to do. So I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. It's probably more of a bad thing, and it's probably more laziness than, than anything else. Uh, I know how to say no. That's that's cool. So what I've worked out, what works for me, is those days when sometimes I wake up and it's just not working for me. Yeah. I'm amazed at the number of times I'll go and do something yep. and end up feeling wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, it certainly doesn't happen every single time. But sometimes Fair. I'm just not into it, and then I, I drag my ass down to the beach or to the gym or Fair to the pool comment. or whatever it is, and you get in and it and it just turns wonderful. Fair so, comment. Um, it's also the type of thing where um, if I don't swim, I sometimes just have a really shit day, right? Because you just don't feel, I don't know, there's just an energy about you that that shouldn't be there or. Um, you know, you're in a bit of a mood and you can't quite put the finger on to why. And it's generally because I haven't exercised that day, mm. right? So definitely more more value in that routine as, as you specify um, than not. Uh, but at the same time, hey, we're not Olympic champions, right? So, you know, yeah. give me a break. Uh, and then we've got the, the, the different types of what happens after a swim. So I'm in the camp of coffee is mandatory and swimming is the usual optional thing that you do before coffee. Yeah. But you get others who, you know, they'll get out of the water, they won't even get changed, wrap a towel around themselves, and they go home. Clearly, they'd much prefer to, you know, to have a shower in, in, in decent surroundings, or sometimes people will just get changed, and, you know, obviously coffee's not, not their thing or something like that, or they've just got really, really busy days. I know. Maybe they just don't like you. you, and they don't want to have coffee with you. Oh, I can't believe that. 
Oh, I'm telling you, I can relate. <laughs> Sometimes he's just aggravating as all hell, and I don't want to have a coffee with you, Jim. Well, I actually do understand. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I'm the same as you. I, I think, um, obviously, part of swimming for me is the social aspect. And, uh, you know, a cup of coffee, talking a little bit of nonsense with your mates afterwards is, is generally a, a good thing and can't, can't harm anybody. But how far do you have to swim to qualify for a cup of coffee? Well, I have a set of rules around mm. coffee and breakfast and scones and muffins. Um, and the beautiful thing is that they're my rules and I change them on a daily basis. <laughs> <laughs> generally, though, you've got to swim X amount of distance to qualify for a coffee. No, no, no. you just got to get your eyebrows wet for Just coffee. get wet? Okay. Yeah, yeah, just, just wet. <laughs> what do you need to do to get a date scone and a cup of uh, cappuccino? Well, it all depends on the water temperature. So oh, yeah. you've kind of got to balance it. It's water temperature and time. Oh. And I haven't worked out exactly what the algorithm is. Oh. But when I do... We can talk about that at another time. Okay, so, so the colder the water, the shorter the time required. Yeah. Yeah, today I managed to get a, a, a scone, but that took an hour 20s worth of swimming. Okay, for, fair for, enough, for fair enough. If I'd done two hours, it would have been a full fried breakfast. Bacon and eggs. Oh, yeah. Two oh, yeah. hours? Two two hours, yeah. Well, that's a fair swim, huh? I mean, a lot of hungry people out there. I don't see a lot of guys going out and doing two-hour swims. Yeah. Look, when I said two-hour swim, it doesn't mean that I went very far. because I'm not that, includes, <laughs> that includes the drive there? <laughs> Did the shivering go to swimming? <laughs> Absolutely. He's still burning calories, right? Oh, wow. The coffee shop swimmers, right? That, that's definitely, um, you know, guys that maybe just come to the swim just for the coffee. Would that be relevant? Well, we've got uh, we, we've got some swimmers that are, have been known to arrive for a full fried breakfast without <laughs> doing any swimming whatsoever, and, and and they just claim it's the social club. Yeah, the social club. Yeah. Okay. Just checking out my list here. The other one that we've forgotten is the speed stuff. You know, there's always the one dude that's off the front and uh, and pushing the group ahead. Um, we've got a particular dude, and he knows his name. Uh, he always has a yellow cap and a, and a broken wetsuit. And he always starts off like the damn clappers, right? Yeah. And he hauls ass. And at the moment, he's a little bit unfit, so he tends to slow down as quickly as he speeds up. But when he's fit, he's a complete pain in the ass because he just pushes and pushes and pushes and pushes the whole way. Yeah, yeah, always get that. Although, if they're doing it well, they might stop and swim back and collect the, 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 the last swimmer. So we've, we've got one, one friend who's, who's pretty good at uh, doing that. Yep. And I yep. suppose that's yep. always the challenge. You know, if you're swimming with a group of people, they, they might all be your mates, but you're not necessarily going to swim at the same piece, uh, pace. So, um, yeah, just working out a way to sort of keep the group together and, and to all have fun um, without necessarily feeling like you have to swim slow because everybody else is swimming slow. You know, so just getting something that works for everybody is... Does every swim group have an arsehole? Oh, or, or does it come in phases? Uh, I think, you know, arseholes are... I don't know how to answer that. Arseholes are allowed, though, right? You're allowed to be an arsehole. Oh, it doesn't have to be the same person every swim, though. Yes, that's what I'm saying. It's, yeah, it's, it yeah. revolves, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, that, that's all I've got on my list, Jim. Pretty much covers uh, a swim squad, or not a swim squad, but a swim group. 
Um, and I think over time, um, from, from my perspective, our little squad has become a little bit of a family. Um, and, and we uh, tend to enjoy some uh, out-of-swimming activities together. I know you guys go and watch rugby together, for example. Um, we have the odd barbecue together. And from my perspective, that's what swimming is all about, right? That's, uh, you get a little bit of exercise, you get a little bit of fun, um, and you socialize with, with guys that have got similar, similar themes and similar ideas and, and uh, similar goals. So let, let us know on um, cleverdicksnz at gmail.com what type of guys you've got in your swim group, guys. Great. Thank you. Or you can just... Um Put a comment on our Instagram posts and uh, let us know that way as well. Awesome day. Awesome. Thanks, everyone. In our next episode, we're going to talk to Sue Sherwin. Sue's an amazing swimmer. She's done the New Zealand Triple Crown. Not many people do that when they're already a grandmother. And has also completed a two-kilometre ice swim. Yes. This is and like straight out the block's first swim back after my 20, first years. Swim back yes. after 20 years. Yes, three guys. Okay, yeah. Oh, put things in perspective. This is the maths teacher vibe again. <laughs> if you're enjoying listening to the podcast, please click like or subscribe on whatever podcast system you're doing, and also tell your friends about it on social media. Thanks. Bye.